I'm going to talk about, like, I mean, we're all going to have different perspectives, but I'm going to talk about, try to look at the way I look at it, is he was a great martial artist and a great philosopher, right. but he was an actor. Correct. Like, Correct. I, I've never seen Bruce in a real fight. Now, I guarantee, I guarantee he could fight. Sure. But people talk about yeah. him like those scenes are real. Like, there was like, a no, handful absolutely. of... Um, but that's just a testament to his acting, right? Absolutely. He, yeah. was, he was so believable, so realistic well, on the screen that people are like... He has to be that good in well, real Well, he took life. physical yeah. fitness series there, seriously because no one was looking like that. There are a handful of clips that you could see where he did, like, demonstrations and things like that. And um, his speed was ridiculous. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, and so, so, like, the whole thing of them having to, like, slow the camera down to catch what he was doing, uh, at least in the little clips that I saw, looked legitimate. Because, yeah. like, he, they were showing it yeah. slowed down. Like, he would faint. Oh. And before the person was even... Fully reacting to the faint, he was throwing the second punch to hit the person, <laughs> and they're still moving to react to the faint. We're like, Jesus, you were so far behind yeah, that's on, on what he was doing. I know he was, uh, like, Quentin Tarantino touched on it, like, when he he did the movie um, with Brad Page. Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time. Huh? Also, by the way, fuck Quentin Tarantino for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, uh, apparently, I'm, on, I'm on the side yeah. of the, the Bruce Lee family. But supposedly, supposedly there was there was stories in it's Hollywood, to it. in yeah. the stuntman yeah. community, that Bruce Lee used to, to hurt stuntmen. Right. Like he, yeah, would, he, he would kick the shit he, out of would Yeah, he would yeah. connect when he wasn't supposed to. They also say that about John claude Van Damme. I, I believe There's it. a bunch of people that have been hit yeah. by junk. They're like, hey, that motherfucker really just... Okay, but now, it, it but, also seems one-sided, right? Because I bet, I bet, you know, some of those stuntmen probably could use a could kick in the fucking <laughs> balls every now and again. But you know the, what I mean? the, like, the story behind the whole thing with Bruce Lee, it, 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 there is a legitimate story of where something like that happened, and it was, uh, the person was like an Olympic wrestler. Right. So he just, it wasn't at like a dramatic fight. He just picked him up and fucked around with him, letting him know, like, hey, if you're within this range of I me. I can do this. Yeah. I can. And actually, that's sure. where he went to well, look into some grappling stuff, which you do see him do in some of his movies later on. Sure. Famous Hollywood stuntman and judo. He was actually in Ronda Rousey's corner a bunch of times. Gene LaBelle. Everyone that's calls him Gene. Right? Yeah, judo yes. Gene LaBelle. Yes. Gene LaBelle, actually, uh, the story goes... They they messed around a little bit, Bruce and him, and he he lit Bruce up. Like when sure. he grabbed the hold of Bruce, like they're like Bruce Lee. Let, let's face it, he, he's he's fast, he's skilled. He's one hundred and thirty five pounds. Yeah, right. He's one hundred and thirty five pounds. Sure. Gene LaBelle. Sure. Gene LaBelle was at the time a beast, <laughs> like an Olympic level judo guy. Yeah. For the U.S., I mean, he was balding in the middle. I mean, uh-huh. this freaking dude, like he was as strong as a chimpanzee. Like when he grabbed the hold of. Of Bruce Lee, sure. 135 pounds was nothing. That was a warm-up I, I, I believe it. And you know what? Look, think about it for this. And look at what happened. Immediately after, in, in the Enter the Dragon, when the opening scene, right. Bruce Lee's doing an arm bar. Yeah, he seemed Bruce doing jiu-jitsu. That, that's what I'm trying to say. He incorporated it. Yeah. He incorporated it. Like, think about the first time we got into, like, the mats to train jiu-jitsu. It was like, holy shit. This is a completely different beast. Yeah. You know? And uh, you know what? Let's start the podcast. <laughs> we are recording, right? Oh, we are. Okay, good. So that's all going to make it. Welcome yeah. to the Sofa Kingdom podcast with your host, Nelson. Ian. Ed. As you can see, we're already diving deep into the martial arts because this is something that we all feel deeply in our souls, in our hearts, as fighters, yeah. we're, as enthusiasts. We're as passionate as you are about it. That's right. Yes. yes. Or as passionate as he is about kittens and kitten videos. Who doesn't like kittens? <laughs> good question. He makes a good argument. He makes a, good argument. He makes a really uh, solid argument. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but that goes to show, like, just the way Bruce incorporated that, it goes to show you that's even, like, 
like if you his book and his style that he came up with, Jeet Kune Do, is the way of the intercepting fist, and yeah. his whole philosophy is have no way is way and yes. no limitation is limitation. Mm-hmm. Take take what like what Ed said, yeah. take what works, right. adopt it, take what doesn't work. Push or as he so eloquently put, be water, my friend. Yes. Be water. Be water. <laughs> water can flow or it can crack. It, yes. was, it was a very individualistic style, the idea of learning as much as you could from as many sources as available mm-hmm. and using what worked for you. Right. So there was more aspects of not just taking in everything and he was picking and choosing. It was, it was the idea was for you. To take in everything sure. and pick and choose for you. What's best and, for you. And that's a difficult thing in the world of martial arts because sure. there's instructors out there that are like, nah. Like, yeah. if you cross train or yeah. you go some, we still see that today. Oh, yeah. Especially in live and die by your teacher and what right. they're teaching. Yep. Well, it, I think it's all across the board, especially back then with martial arts. Oh, yeah. It was just like, my Wing Chun is better than your Wing Chun. You know, mm-hmm. like in all the movies. Mm-hmm. That was, that dojo storming was a real thing. A real thing. Yeah. yeah. And they probably took it really seriously back in the day in China. They, 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 they pulled Fuck, up. Yeah. They pulled up to kill your ass, you know? It oh, was yeah. Southern Crane against Northern Mantis. <laughs> you didn't know your shit, you were yeah. done. Yeah, I'm all about that Southern Crane, though. Yeah. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about that uh, well, and, Northern and, Wolverine. And, Northern Wolverine, yeah. And, and originally, especially when talking about um, out of the Asian areas, some of the martial arts, it was the, uh, the elite that would get to learn. It was the samurais. It was... The, the upper echelon yeah. and the fighters, the people that actually had the time sure. to spend. Like, there was l- other forms of fighting and wrestling and things like that, and there always has been. But the more uh, traditional that we know now was really more for the upper class, the that, people that had the time to actually learn. That is a very unknown fact. Like, like 95% of samurai, you were born a samurai. Like, yes. like, like there were 5%, like as a lower class person, someone born into the peasantry, you could work your way up or do some, some kind of like mm-hmm. prove yourself militarily or whatever. It was damn near impossible to break into that. It like, was like, it was like, you were born. Samurai. It was like in the Europe, like, if you were a knight, you were born into it. It was very rare for someone who wasn't yes. part of nobility to be able to be allowed to move up. I, I think a lot of it, is because of what happened with Lancelot in the round table. Like, they brought somebody in. <laughs> Look what stole happened. the king's girl. He starts tagging. Fuck, what's yeah. oh, Guinevere. He, Guinevere. Starts ta- he starts slapping Guinevere's teeth around. Yeah. You can't do that. Can't Arthur booty, was like, booty, hell, hell no. Now you're born into it. Now, now you're born, born into, into this shit. I decree born into it. <laughs> yes. Lancelot was the first fuck boy. Yeah, man. God damn it. Documented. Fuck fucked boy. it up for everybody else. <laughs> what? A, uh, well, no, actually, um, a fun fact I looked up a while ago how much a, a suit of armor would cost, like, if you inf- did inflation from the Middle Ages to now. Right. Like, we couldn't even afford plate mail. Like, basic plate mail just to get covered in it. It's like, it was like a hundred, it, it's $168,000 in today's income. God, yeah. Damn. It, it's so we couldn't even afford to wear it. We'd be wearing boiled leather out yeah. there. <laughs> arrows shot at us, yeah. you know. Well, I'd be wearing Mandalorian armor, sir. <laughs> we couldn't afford to be a knight. We couldn't afford to be a knight. <laughs> I would 3D that. print yeah. some Beskar and hop out there with the best of them. <laughs> yeah, I think the most, the most common armor was actually, um, it was cloth. And if you were lucky, leather. But it would be multiple layers of sure. cloth. Same way, well, like a, a Kevlar. Yeah, like the same way Kevlar works with several layers. They would do the same thing with heavy hemp and cotton. And it's the what you see in a lot of fantasy games, the studded. That's yeah. not actually what it was called. Uh, I forget the name at the moment. But the studs were, would hold on small plates on the inside mm. that would 
cover your vital areas much areas. like yeah. a bulletproof vest where it wraps around you all the way, but then the plates are in strategic areas. All right. Okay. That's cool. I won't lie. I've, I've always been interested in, like, actually going to a school and learning, like, Bushido yeah. or, like, you know, sword fighting. I know it's not practical. Don't fucking look it at is, me like it, that. It is, it, is, it is if you carry a sword with you. Goddamn right. There's yes. a handful of proper places still floating around in Japan where it's like the last generation of ninjas and mm-hmm. there's a handful of samurais left over. That's and dope. they do have the schools. I'm sure And they f- do allow you to come in and, and learn to sign up and train. Because they're trying to. I'm sure you could find it here, but you'd probably walk in. It's like a fat guy with a ponytail. <laughs> yeah. There's no one else in there but I've him. actually looked it up. There is a place in Boca. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. The legend. Legendary Samurai, yeah, but Boca it, Raton. They turned me away. I showed up over there, and they're like, oh, sorry, no man bun. You got to go. I'm like, come on, guys. I'll glue one on, you know. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll go. I'll You're check them out. You're I'll check them yeah. out. I'll check them out. Eddie's not in a life. Then. No. no. Yeah, no. I'll go undercover for you guys. Undercover? We'll no find out how legit this sword plays. <laughs> but no, martial arts, it can be like, it, it could be anything. I mean, it used to be anything related to the military. So, I mean, horseback riding archery, mm-hmm. fencing, any kind of weapon play yep. is considered a martial art. Um, yeah, and it, it, that was a weird conversation that me and Nelson had earlier because, uh, at least in my head, when I always thought of martial arts, I always thought of hand-to-hand. Right. And we were looking at some stuff and lists pop up, and you're like, there's all these samurais and this and that. You're like, yeah, I guess that that, that is also Perfect. martial arts. Sure. That's not what I was traditionally thinking of. In my head, it was all of the hand-to-hand stuff, right. but most of the hand-to-hand stuff was to be able to fight someone who had a weapon. Right, and they factor in skills. And like, right. if you look at like those, like there's still videos to this day, like the Mongolian people, yeah. how closely they are linked to horses. Mm-hmm. Like the sports of their country, how important the cavalry was back in the days of the Khan yeah. when yeah. they were conquering the steppes. Like if you see a Mongolian archer today, Hang off the side of a horse, like like I mean, hang off it and shoot an arrow and hit a target. That's a skill. Yeah, I that's a that martial the other, art. The other day at Publix, I was like, "Damn, really? Do the parking lot? Like, yeah, still conquering shit." <laughs> the, Mon- the Mongolians are locks of happy. The, the who's floating around in Florida? Is yeah, that yeah the hard- is that what's going on? Yeah. The who, yeah, the who has a concert? Yeah, the Mongolian middle yeah, they're, band. They're playing at the nope. West 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 Palm Amphitheater. But you're right, you know, and that makes sense. Like it, it's it's weapons, it's hand to hand combat. And they're studied, practiced skills, right? Because not everybody's going to be like, you know, the best boxer or the best grappler or some people are just more proficient with weapons or other things. So I I think it's, you know, and for me, when you start thinking about like proficient in a lot of things, I go to Jackie Chan. Yeah. You know, (laughs) Jackie Chan for me is like the martial artist. You never fight Jackie Chan in a tool no, show. No, man. Never. No, fuck that. If that man can get a ladder, he <laughs> can't be stopped. Chair, you know, a table, it doesn't matter. Any any inanimate object, oh, yeah. it becomes Don't a get him weapon. drunk either. Don't get and him drunk. And he has a tremendous body of work as far as like drunken master to rumble in the Bronx, yep. rush hour, you know, and he embodies the martial artist yep. in and off the camera. Like he's one of those people that are notably a very nice guy. Yeah. Um, he has a good sense of humor about him. And uh, I think when I like 
when I think of the drunken master, it was yeah. like, you, there's nobody else. Like, I've seen other people do it, and you're like, hey, you know, fucking Jackie yeah. Chan. Yeah, yeah there's, you know? there's, <laughs> one, there's someone in a, a Jean-Claude movie that does drunk. It's not as entertaining no, as Jean- Jean-Claude as is Jackie just drunk. Chan. He's not a master. There's <laughs> <laughs> a big difference. Big difference. Yeah, that, that is a big difference. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. No disrespect to JCVD. <laughs> he is on my list. Jean-Claude yeah. Van Damme is one of, like, if I'm talking, if we're talking, okay, since we're touching on this, go ahead, go if ahead. we're talking on actors, Absolutely, I would put Jackie Chan is on mm-hmm. my list as well. Yes, not because I mean he's a comedic genius. 100%. He can be serious. He can be. I mean, he can be funny, and his stuff in the movies is legit. Oh it's, yeah, it's, he does his own stunts he for Christ's sake. He yep. destroyed his body. I oh mean, yeah, he's broken a leg. I think it was in Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, he jumped across to a fire, uh, escape. fire escape, broke his leg, and still on finished my list, the fucking movie. On my list of greatest martial arts. He had, got, from, from he, had, he had a cast on, and then he got um, something to cover it to look like the shoes he was wearing to keep filming. Talk about the spirit of a martial artist, and, right? And, the, and LeBron James can't get off the court. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, and motherfuckers that play soccer, woo, hit oh, the floor. Geez. Red flag, yellow card, green card. Meanwhile, Jackie Chan's dying his cast. Yeah, he's dying his <laughs> cast. Hold on, so let me jump off the building again. Like, what the hell? Like, come on. Come on. But no, John Van Damme, I mean, you know, alcoholism and coke addiction aside. Sure. It was a fantastic martial arts back in the day. Yep. I mean, it, oh, but yeah. he was more, now he did a couple karate matches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Legit. He did practice karate in France and Belgium and all that. But he was more on the acting side. He was a great gymnast. He was a good-looking dude. He could do a complete... Everyone knows the split. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jumping yeah. split kick. Jumping Come on, split. The, the split. Didn't he do a commercial? The split yes. on the 18-wheelers? <laughs> yes. I mean, that shit was fantastic. Nobody else could pull that he's got, shit he's off He's got the most him. legendary split in yep. the game. And he because does. of that, he was easy to market, so they started putting him in movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's got, in my opinion, another one of the movies, Bloodsport. Yeah. yeah. Bloodsport, in my opinion, is one of the pinnacles of martial arts movies. I could always watch Bloodsport. Oh, yeah. Kumite? Yeah, all, song, all Kumite, Kumite. All, yeah, all of those. <laughs> always break some ice. Like, ah. yeah, all of his movies from that era are were, were just always entertaining. Kickboxer? It, yeah. Yep. He played in that god-awful live-action Street Fighter movie, though. I, I can't. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look. They said was... he was so fucked up on the set of that that they literally couldn't film it. They couldn't <laughs> you know, film it. You probably had to be fucked <laughs> up They couldn't on find the him. Set. No, they couldn't find him. And you can look up video of, like, there's footage... Part of the movie, in actual footage that got released, he's drunk. You know what? Kyle is drunk. He's probably like in his in his room throwing <laughs> glass against the wall. Like I, I played in Bloodsport. I can't Bloodsport. Im- imagine what the what the filming for that was because the guy that played um, Gomez Adams, yes, played Bison. Bison, Bison. great. And apparently, yeah. apparently, he went a hundred percent into the role. So you got someone who's. So Super into the role. Right. And then you got cocaine head over yeah, here. Yeah, drunken Kyle. <laughs> I can't Sonic imagine oh, what man, it was so to film that last fight scene with both of that, them together. The whole the whole fucking movie. If you're if you play the game or even like follow the anime or the manga, anything, it was a shit show. Yeah. They made yeah. Blanca like the super ball. I was like, what oh, are you doing? Yeah. He's a he's a green, orange-haired tribal monster from okay. the Brazilian Amazon. Okay, so then... He's not a super boss. And I would consider that a martial arts movie, right? There, there yes. was fighting in Street oh, yes, Fighter. Yes, it is. Okay, so... Since we're talking about it... It's a tragedy. Is, it, is that movie better than the new Mortal Kombat that just came out? No. No, no. The new, the new Mortal Kombat is better. As in, far in as all, martial arts fighting or in... Oh, as far as martial arts... I don't know. Or See, as a whole. 
That was the sound of Ian no. giving up on that yeah, question. Yeah, he was like, fuck. No, because I'm, like, I'm seeing both of these fucking dumpster fires in my head. And I'm I look, like, I look, okay, I look. what's in the dumpsters before they come on fire? Like, what, which one of these fucking... I know. would say martial arts-wise, it's better. Acting-wise, they're probably both yeah. equally cheap. I, would, I, yeah. I cannot, as a good human being, pick the Street Fighter movie over anything. <laughs> yeah. No, both of those movies go in the trash bin. It's a but clown it, it's, fiesta. Which is a better piece of shit. It's a clown fiesta. And, and all the yeah. clowns have STDs. It's a fucking, it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Yeah, Street Fighter had a check hand, it out. handful of, of, uh, uh, of animes of varying qualities as well. Yeah. Uh, the movie, it, the one movie's good. The one, you yeah, know. It, it's, uh, in in general, I, even some of their games have been, you know, hits and misses. They, they've yeah. been a really uh, up and down and really writing that, that uh, arcade cabinet legend yep. of Street Fighter 2 for a a very long, long time. Long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they did not deserve that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, he touched on Bruce Lee. I touched on Jackie Chan. You had to pick someone else in and Jean-Claude Van Damme as well. Who would you say, I know you're a hero growing up and Steven Seagal. Oh, absolutely. He even has he's, Steven Seagal he's, underwear. He's right, phenomenal. Right, right. He's, he is. Listen, I'm going to bring this up. He is all the greatest, time. greatest martial artist all right, all right. ever. I have have you seen agree. his most recent project? Oh you absolutely can't kill him. He have is, he's, <laughs> he is literally hard to kill. He's hard to kill. Oh, Jesus. That's why I was going to say how martial arts goes Hand in hand with science fiction, like The Matrix and yes. Kill Bill yes. and anything that makes Steven Seagal look like a real fucking badass. I am sorry. No, it's not the ponytail. It's not the obvious diabetes. I, he, that motherfucker, no. Not he the misogyny. So bad. No. no. no uh, yeah. I, I love when they force him. domestic abuse. None yeah. of that. No. When you not, watch them forcing him in Russia to do like little demonstrations and he gets up and he throws as much of nothing into it as humanly possible. He'll be like, all right, come on, attack me. And he no. just swings his hand it, like this, and it, they just throw themselves you know, it's the It's amazing because, it, like, 30 years ago, it at least looked like ge- like genuine effort. Sure. And sure. over, okay, okay. over the, the years, yeah. it has slowly gotten to the point where you feel like you're watching a McDojo movie yes. when he's doing anything. The yes. level phoning of, it in. The level of phoning it in uh-huh. is yeah. so fucking high. You're like, is this person, there, This everyone is just playing along with this man at this point. Oh, there, yeah. there are, like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would love Steven Seagal. Fucking Steven I knew Seagal. It. <laughs> like, there, there's, with martial arts, and we deal with this all the time, there's something mm-hmm. called bullshito. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is bullshit. As an art form. Yes, I mean, it, yes. It goes, sadly, it goes hand in hand with martial arts. There's yeah. people that don't know what the fuck they are doing, and they're out there teaching people. Right? Oh, yeah. And people that don't know what they're learning eat it up. Sure. And they mm-hmm. fo- they, so it almost gets cult-like. Yeah. Steven Seagal, I believe, is an example of this. Now, yeah. when he was younger, and he has a legit rank in Aikido. Okay. okay? I, I can't dispute that. He legitimately is a pr- – when he was young, he had some impressive demonstrations. I'll even give him a first couple movies. All right. Hard to kill. Um, what uh, fi- uh, fire sweet, down below? Justice. Fire down below was his last one. Uh, Under siege was Under okay. Siege, okay, all right. Check that pops out of the cage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so, but, but, no. After a while, no. How much? After a while, you gotta hang it up. After a while, you gotta hang it up. There was somewhere in between his own lies where he started doing like direct to VHS movies and him becoming a bullshit cop. He stopped. He stopped trying somewhere in there, and it's just progressed even further along as the years have he gone by. He claims to have met Morihei Ueshiba, the founder of Aikido. 
No, that mother, the dude was dead. Like when you were six. Like no, you didn't meet him. But like, like he just like no one facts checks him. Right, right. He right. tried. He fucking tried to tell us that he taught Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva, <laughs> the front kick that you knocked know, out Vitor Belfort. He tried sense. to tell him that. He tried to tell sense. us that. I feel that that's a legitimate claim. I'm pretty sure they were throwing front <laughs> kicks in China sure. 300 years ago. No, Stephen, you didn't. No, you didn't do, do that. that. You didn't. You probably it. can't even throw a front kick, Steve. Have you seen yourself? Aikido has wrist locks, not front kicks. I don't think I've ever seen him throw a kick. I want to fight Steven Seagal. I, I, it's a problem. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't fuck. I, well, we'll set it up. You know, um, please, Steven Seagal. Please do. Ian would like to fight you yes. in a legitimate, this is sanctioned <laughs> match. We will tag you in this. This is me, Ian Banks of Florida, challenging Steven Seagal to a fight. Any rules open rules oh, i don't yeah, care the yeah. weight no you can eat at the buffet steve there's no fucking weight class i don't care what you come in at like, oh my uh, god so outside of steven seagal ed yeah thanks save us save us yeah. bring, bring us back, back into bring the realm back. of legitimate martial there's arts your movies thumbnail. there's your okay. thumbnail right there you like so yes. <laughs> your thumbnail? we could bring it back to uh ipman johnny uh johnny uh yen. donnie yen. yen donnie yen yes, yes. that's the on my list too of, of Actors and movies. Yeah, right he there. portrays Badass. the professor of Bruce Lee. Yes. A, 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 the series of movies they, they have got. I mean, I don't know how close to reality, mm-hmm. um, at least story-wise. And they, I, and they I say mean, that there, they said uh, there was some fabrication. Yeah, there's there's obvious yeah. dramatization. There, but there, he was there, a real guy. Is. Yes. And Donnie Yen, I'm, I'm pulling up right now. I'm pulling up his um, all his accreditations. And so Donnie Yen is, an, is a lifelong accomplished martial yeah. artist. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he's in a lot of movies. I think he's in a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. He's um, also in the Star Wars franchise. Yes. Okay. You know, the I am the force. The force is uh, one with me or some shit like that. That he chanted. That was about the only thing out of Donnie Yen's career that I hated. Um, I loved the role, the fighting, everything. I just hate that they made him repeat that stupid line over and over again. (laughs) They were trying to, like, make him the new Jar Jar Binks, I felt like. But he's so Donnie Yen that his charisma overshadowed even the shittiest yeah. of lines. I, I, it's it's hard oh, to yeah, pick yeah. out a movie he's done that's not entertaining. No, and, and it, it flawless just, as well. The martial arts he always displays in the movies there is, is, is always fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, like, one of his best fight scenes, like, and I was going to save this for later, but nah. was the... <laughs> Bring the 10 men on. Yeah. He's on the mats. They're fighting for rice. He's like, I'll take 10. Give me 10. He fucks them <laughs> all up. They throw the rice on the floor, and he's like, I didn't come for the rice. He's just like, I could come over here and legally kick the shit out of Japanese martial artists. Sign me up, sucker. So Donnie Yen, Donnie Yen has trained in Bruce Lee's Jeet Kune Do, mm-hmm. boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, Taekwondo, Hapkido, Judo, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Wing Chun, Tai Chi, Hunga, San Shao, Karate, Wrestling, and Wushu. Jesus. Wow. His ranks, he's a six-degree black belt in Taekwondo. He's a black belt in Judo. A purple belt in Jiu-Jitsu. Hey, all right. Hey, all right. right. Stand up. <laughs> and he has numerous gold me- medals of the Wushu Sports Federation. So he's wow. a legit martial artist. So he's artist. not yes. only a... Unlike uh, Steven Seagal. Yeah. A, a movie star, but he's a practice and accomplished martial yeah. artist. Mm-hmm. To, to, get, to go through that many of them, you have to... St- 
keep going year after year after year. Sure. That's not like you got to your, your one black belt and you, you hung it up. No. No, yeah. you, you got to keep going. So That's I, diverse, too. He that can, is really I mean, with diverse. That, with that, kind of, that many styles under your belt, you're not really limited anywhere. I mean, no, no, and, and that just shows it. that he loves what he does. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's somebody that's passionate about the fights, passionate about fighting, I should say, and, and his craft. Yeah. Because when you watch him in any movie, like I said before, it's flawless. Like his fight scenes are always immaculate and effortless. Yeah. He's yeah. always just like moving so cleanly, you know? So that's dope. Yeah. Bruce, Bruce just kind of, Bruce Lee kind of just like brought everything to the limelight. Like no yes. one did what he did. To, to the Western world, that is. At yeah. Least. Yes. No one did what he did with that kind of attitude on screen like that forever. Like, yeah. like before him, there was no, and I think that's what kind of set the stage. Sure. After him, they tried to recreate it. There was so many uh, Bruce My name is Bruce. My name is Bruce. Yes. Have you seen this? <laughs> no, oh my god, it's it's a parody of a guy who kind of looks like Bruce Lee. So everybody's looking at him to do like Bruce Lee style shit in the neighborhood and it's just like no, my name is Bruce. I'm not Bruce Lee, but yeah. <laughs> it was one of those movies that came out around the time of like uh I'm going to get you sucker and uh you know just bad parodies. Oh my god, which um, was which was the one Oh my god! What the hell was that movie with the bad guy show enough? What the hell was that? Oh, oh the last, last dragon! dragon. Yes. yes, come on, now. that's a classic. It's such a that, classic. Yeah, that's he, that villain saved that whole damn. <laughs> show enough is one of the greatest martial arts villains Bro, in the history of ever. That movie started so many fights in my neighborhood mm -hmm. because it started this thing. Like, okay, so we would play in the arcades for push-ups. That's what we would do. Like, we would put our quarters in, and if you lost, you had to do like 10, 15, 20 push-ups. You know. And then it became, if I beat you, you got to kiss my sneakers. You got to kiss <laughs> my Converse, like, show enough. And then motherfuckers is like, they're like, yeah, I'll take the bet. And as soon as they lose, like, I'm, not kissing you. I'm not kissing your sneakers. <laughs> you got to kiss my sneakers, that's the bet. And then motherfuckers were getting into fights outside of the local arcade because of fucking show enough. <laughs> Set a new standard for, uh, for winning. Oh, yeah. But you know what's fucked up is that he overshadowed Eddie Arcadian. Yes. Yeah. Who was the true villain of the movie with the piranha fish yeah. tank. The Hollywood producer. <laughs> the Hollywood producer. Yes. I, I, who owned arcades and that's what made yes. him a villain. <laughs> I used to get into fights over the movie Bloodsport because my buddy Brandon's mom looked like Bolo Young. <laughs> bad guy. A hardy, uh, that's a hardy woman. Like Chong Lee. <laughs> Chong Lee. Yeah. My, my buddy's mom looked like Chong Lee. And I used to say shit. I'd be like, cover his eyes like, hey, it's Chong Lee. Oh, oh no. Man. That's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I got me in quite a few fights with him. Oh man, I, love, I love you, Brandon. So. Love you, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your mom was a your mom was a, a dirty fighter. <laughs> no, but I, I would say we haven't uh, said anything about Jet Li yet. Oh, ooh, yes. No, bring him up. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead, bring him up. Yes, yes. Jet Li, I, I think he well, he kind of like he was like a phase. It goes through phases. We're mm -hmm. kind of still in the Donnie Yen era right yeah, now. Yeah, but Jet Li had a great career. He's also an accomplished martial artist. Yes, I mean he did. Probably one of the best martial arts remakes ever. He remade Bruce Lee's Fist of Fury slash Chinese Connection. He did Fist of Legend. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. He did a lot of martial arts epics like Hero and Fearless. Yep. Um, he did a lot of, I mean, he did a lot of, he did a lot of like hip hop themed Romeo martial arts Romeo Must movies. Die. Romeo yep. Must Die. Unleashed. Um, Cradle to the Grave. Yes. I mean, yes. He, he showed us that DMX could fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Where my dogs at? Hey, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, um, just like in, in actual martial arts, there is a, a time frame that people can do even the movies. Because sure. the ones that really 
um, commit to doing it because, like, like Jet Li, he's he's even said he's getting older. It's yeah. harder for him to do it, sure. and he doesn't want to give a subpar. Performance, performance. Yeah. yeah. So, so when you're actually really trying to 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 go and sell it that hard, you're, it takes a there, toll. There, it takes a toll. Yeah. 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 There's there's limits to how long you can do it at that okay. level. So here's a Jet Li question: When was the first time you guys actually seen Jet Li? Mm. Oh, shit. Was it Black Mask? Nope. No. The first time I ever I thought I saw Jet Li. The first time I ever saw him was Lethal Weapon. Yes. Yeah. When he came in that room and he said, "Oh yeah," he took that I was like, "Oh, you done fucked up, Mel Gibson." Yeah, he had the necklace with the wire. Oh. Yes, and he would just yeah. It was at that moment when I seen him in that, that movie. fight scene. That fight scene on that dock was raw. It was. That was raw. Listen, Mel you're Gibson could get you afraid a of nod of getting in there. Both of them took a beating. Him and Danny Glover. Yeah, yeah. You know, they <laughs> went in Glover. there like Bruce Willis style. They're Danny like, Glover fought get fucked the, up. Danny Glover fought the predator. <laughs> But he could not fight Jet Li one on one. God damn right. That tells you all you No, but yeah, when I seen him in Lethal Weapon, I was like, oh, he's the next Bruce Lee. Like, and I didn't know who he was yeah. until that movie. And then I started going back. And of course, you know, that's when you yeah, start doing like, oh, what else he was, was the he? Ne- in? He was the next martial arts star. Oh, yeah. But for, uh, for while me. We're p- while we're paying tribute to Bruce, though. Yes. I, I also want to add somebody else to the fuck you list. I'll be a little nicer. <laughs> I'll be a little, <laughs> nicer, be a little nicer to this guy just okay. because it wasn't his fault, you know, that it was Hollywood was racist. But, you know, I know, he, I know he's dead, so I don't want to shit on the dead. But, you know, hey, fuck you a little bit, David Carradine. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, you were good in Kill Bill, you yeah, know? Yeah, you, yeah. you were the old assassin, whatever. But listen, how the hell how are you going to let Bruce Lee... Write the script for Kung Fu. Ugh. Write the script. Pitch the idea. And the role is Kung, it's Kung Fu. <laughs> and you don't cast Bruce Lee as the lead. You um, give it to David, David Carradine. Carradine. Oh. Think but, how much better that show would have been. Yes. No, but Hollywood wasn't how, how egregious is it that they made another Kung Fu, The Legend Continues. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't Brandon. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, there was, was there bad. was there was two um there was two. There was the one with uh I believe that continued David Carradine's story. Yeah. And then there was another one where they actually brought Asian actors in to yeah. play the So yeah, if they you, yeah, they, you, they fucked up twice before they, they oh. attempted to third time. Yeah, around. rest in peace, David Carradine. I'm not gonna shit on the day. If you were alive, I'd still be shitting on you, but listen. Wait, wait, didn't he die in the hotel room with he, the old, He uh, asphyxiated himself, yeah. He, yeah. he was a little kinky. Yeah, yeah. A little oops yeah. with the belt. Yeah, yeah. A little, a little oops it is. He, he, he was hanging out with Quentin Tarantino a little too much. <laughs> but no, if you actually want to see the way it was supposed to be delivered, HBO did a really good job. There's a show, Warrior. Okay. They took the actual script that Bruce Lee pitched. They redid it. The whole cast is Asian. It takes mm-hmm. place in San Francisco in the 1800s. It's it's, it's, a, it's fantastic. Called Warrior. It's called Warrior. Okay. Okay. You have HBO Max. Take a look at. It. They actually renewed it for another season. So if you get into it now, you'll get into it just in well, time for the up. drop. All right. right. Nice. No, okay. Okay. So, but sorry, David. It's sorry. <laughs> but going going back to Jet Li. <laughs> going, ba- going back to Jet Li. <laughs> I, I have one more for later. No, I have it's one okay. More. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. I'll save it. I have a fuck you later. <laughs> save, save for later. Save for later. I liked Hero um, to me. I like the uh, martial arts epics. There's something about the feel like, you know, you know, back in the day. Donnie Yen was in that too. Yes. He was the spear master. Yes. Mm, I, yeah. I think Hero was one of his finer roles that was more of, hero like, is of art. the traditional style. Yeah. Hero yeah. you watch Hero. Hero is cinematography cinematography art. It's yeah. I mean the whole setup, even like the whole like 
You, you, you get so close the to imperial the imperial army. You get so close to the emperor. So close. Yeah. And then even with all of his conviction at the end, it was just like, you know, spoiler alert. The, like, imper- the imperial army with fucking arrows. I was yeah. like, what the hell? How do you fight that? Yeah, like, man. And he's just like, ting, ting, ting. Yeah, yeah. He's up on the roof. He's like, calligraphy, bitches. Calligraphy. This is how I fight. Okay, all right. You know what? I did. I did. I was wrong. I did see that one. You did? Yeah, okay. where they test him by asking him to write uh, the word sword or dragon or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And, you know, by the brush strokes, they're like, ah, oh, we can see what your strengths what's are. Your style yeah. Is. yeah. <laughs> and I think um, Broken Sword was one of the guys in yes. there or something like yeah, that. It, might, it, it was, yeah, Broken Sword might have been the dude um, that Donnie Yen played. Donnie Yen played a guy with a spear. That they fought in the tea house. And no, they make, right. the, they make the guy, first. they pay the guy to make the guy play yeah. play more while they yeah. fight. And they're fighting in their head. Yes. Playing out different. That, well, movie's, that movie's amazing. You haven't seen Hero. <laughs> yeah, that Go movie's Hero. fucking great. I like the fact that before they fight, they're like, we need some theme music. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, ding, ding, ding. You know, like, yeah. that music. He's playing like, this ancient Chinese instrument. Let's do this shit. As soon as the string breaks, they, they, they kill you. They run them yeah, like, yeah, like, hold, hold. Yeah. It's so good. Run it back. It's so good. <laughs> But yeah, gently and what was it, you like to touch on what you said, Ed, when he said that he was no able, longer able to do what he mm-hmm. could do, he uh, he did fearless. Yeah. That was his last martial arts epic. Yeah, and that was a fantastic movie based too. on a true story. So yeah, that's yeah. that's another, that's another good movie. Yeah, based on out. my life story. It's uh, yeah, it's, it was a <laughs> sad one, rough one, it was a rough, yeah. Go yeah. There. <laughs> rough go. But you know, I I I had to stop fighting on thirty foot towers in the middle of the the courtyard. Hey, yeah, uh, it's you know it takes its hole in the knees, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to, if you guys had to pick who contributed the most mm. to the martial arts. to the martial arts cinematic, well, let's say martial arts in its entirety, and let's just say today, like as of today, two thousand twenty-one. What who what figures would you say? Any figures or anything like that that contributed? I mean, you can use yeah, Bruce. I mean, for me, it was it's it's Jet Li. I I I mean. Uh, Jackie Chan, sorry. Really? <laughs> yeah, Jackie Chan to me, like with his whole body of work, everything that he's done, um, his fighting styles, his persona. He even had cartoons. Yeah, that's right. Jackie, yeah, he had cartoons. Jackie Chan adventures. Yeah, like, yep. you know, so, and I felt like as far as embodying the martial artist spirit, he did all his own stunts. I mean, um, you know, he worked with Chris Tucker. I mean, God bless him for yeah. doing that because that <laughs> ego <laughs> on Chris Tucker, I've heard, is fucking outrageous. Yeah. Outrageous. Apparently, that's why there hasn't been more movies. Is, I know. Uh, Rush and Hour Rush Hour was, was great. That was like the buddy cop. Yeah. Like, Chris Tucker only did one good thing, and it was Fifth Element. <laughs> that was a good movie. That, call was, that, call that was my man. Great. Okay. Come on, my man. Come on, Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Friday, come on. How the hell okay. you gonna go to work and get okay. fired? <laughs> On your day off. I feel like he, play, I feel like he played himself. He played himself. In and that's, yeah, and that's yeah. another one where his ego, he wanted more money before doing another one. They're like, cool, you're out. Bring yeah, another they, comedian. And they, and they bring We're good. another comedian. Yeah, And it's a shame because I did actually like him. And I, especially in the Rush Hour movies, I thought him and Jackie Chan uh, played well. Like, never yeah. touch a black man's radio. Like, <laughs> And then they're dancing together and he's teaching yeah. them. The more. I, I, I thought it was dope. Even the whole scene where... Uh, uh, Chris Tucker is fighting with the guy he's ordering the food yeah. at the window. <laughs> the, best, the best is which one of y'all kicked me. Yeah. <laughs> he gets kicked like, right in the face. He's like, he's like, which one of y'all kicked me? I mean, you know, credit where credit due. Like, he, it, was, it was a good uh, series of movies. And uh, Jackie Chan carried the seriousness and even some of the hilarity in there as well. So, yeah. like, for me, 100% Jackie, Jackie Chan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What about you? Uh, 
I mean, I'll, we'll put Bruce on a pedestal because without Bruce, martial arts yep. maybe wouldn't have been thrown mm-hmm. into. And there's even a statue, I think, of Bruce Lee in Hong Kong. I wouldn't, actually a statue I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't yeah. So he, he tried, I mean, he did his best to merge. Probably the not gap. at Tenement Square, but you know. Nah, probably, but definitely not Tenement Jesus Square. Christ. Oh God, I like that. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, Might be a little well, busted up. Yeah. In that <laughs> um, but no, uh, communist no joke. Longer, communism we're, joke. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're no longer searchable in China. That's right. Yeah. We just got taken off the ways. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Way to go. Well, we already said Winnie the Pooh so in you, one of the other yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, well, so well, yeah. us off the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, know, I, I I put Bruce on a pedestal. Okay. I would because of what because his contribution. So you're saying outside of Bruce, outside of Bruce, I would say the Gracie family. Oh, I would okay. say the Gracie family just because okay. n- not only did they adopt a style, mm-hmm. um, they modified it to fit their own. They made it something. They made a, a a style that existed. They took it being taught to them by someone from Japan, mm-hmm. made it something their own, and just the whole story of like how Count Koma came from Japan and how if he never would have came to Brazil it never would have been modified sure. never would have re- and the way the family marketed it i mean they created the ufc mm-hmm. yep. they wanted to create like a yeah whatever controversy you want to say about the ufc in the early fights and yes. all that right. cuz there was some fishy stuff especially if you listen to Ken Shamrock's um yeah. story with some of the things they did with his fights um you, you still can't count out what they did to bring that to everybody, and then what that's done since then. Sure, what it's grown into. Everybody's yeah. kind of come in with a different style. And you start settling on what really what is works. actually effective. And yeah. if you look at the early days, it was fucking bonkers. I mean, yeah, it was there wild. were guys coming in with like one boxing glove on. <laughs> like, there's sumo, there's sumo like guys, like guys from it. fucking Canada with mullets and no teeth. I was like, dude, I fucking love this. Like, I, I honestly, I would really love to see a legitimate sumo guy get back in the ring again. Like yeah, and see yeah. if they can implement just, some of that style. I just see Akibono getting head kicked in Japan by Remy Bonjasti. <laughs> I'm like, oh god! Like I don't know. Yeah, I would like to. Maybe Hakuho. Yeah. Hakuho could definitely do it. I mean, the thing is, some yeah. of the if they I, put Hakuho in one fighting championships, he would kill I mean, some. Someone. Some, some of the biggest, <laughs> some of the biggest, uh, literal and figurative uh, sumo wrestlers. Uh, the, they they go above a certain weight class. I mean, the only people they're going to be able to fight is like a Brock Lesnar. Yeah. He's the only person that's Let's even remotely close to the weight Let's class. Brock Lesnar versus Akuho. <laughs> that's the fight That's to what make. I'm saying. I want to see it like because I think it's probably the most underutilized martial arts. I mean, maybe it doesn't work in, in that setting, but I'd like to see like a master of that fighting style in the ring trying yeah. to see what they could do with it. Because like every now and again, somebody comes by like... Uh, What's the, what's um oh my god the Oriental guy that brought in like traditional Taekwondo into MMA yeah oh, uh, what's his name the um, Machida yeah okay when the okay, Machida yeah. came in he brought like everybody was fighting almost similar and then he shook it up well and like, yeah his he, his karate style you couldn't you couldn't emulate it right who right. the hell are you gonna bring in to spar yeah so that I thought that Nobody. was dope I like when that <laughs> happened yeah. in MMA he, because he, then he that people have to rethink there's a what puzzle. works there's stuff there's more things we could bring it's and, what and, we're dealing with now with the Dagestani wrestlers right yes right. no one has been able to unravel it right Khabib yeah. Nurmagomedov Islam Makachev it's it's not the end either. There's a whole right. gym full of these guys. Yeah, they, they brought in a different level of wrestling. Yeah. You know, that jumping in, shooting mm-hmm. style with the Taekwondo that, that's starting to uh, show up now. Yeah, you have that where the the ground game is changing now because of everyone from Dagestan. The, yeah. the level of wrestling. Calf kicks. It, it, that's coming. Oh, yeah. yeah this, Calf kicks are changing yeah. the game. You can't even take one or two of them now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. People, people that know how to do that now, ooh, the... 
the I forget what it's it's called the uh, not not just the the drop ankle but the actual type of damage where they have to like oh, cut yeah. your leg open to drain, allow drain the edema to yep. allow it to swell really? and drain yeah. the blood. You can have serious the, damage. The, the yeah. level, of, yeah, the level of Catholics damage. Changed it. They changed the whole game. Like yeah. like they gotta essentially operate or you're gonna lose your fucking leg. Yeah, and the level of damage. Some of those calf kicks. So like I watch them and every now and then you see where the the like the third or fourth one where the guy winces and he's just like. He's gonna have a trip to the hospital after yep. this. Yeah. He's going straight <laughs> as soon as you get that one, we're like, Ugh, like, ooh, you're gonna have a real bad time tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right, but all right. So I'd, I'd say the Gracie family, just because they Gracie they helped family. they helped they helped us find out what was the most effective. Okay. And I, like to this day, like there's a lot of different styles in MMA. Mm-hmm. Almost everyone trains jujitsu. Yeah. Almost everyone has some kind of like. You have to at least know it. how to defend and uh, you know some submissions. You, you have to you respect. Really have to you have to respect yeah. grappling. They you showed do. that it, it, it is a aspect that cannot be ignored. That's yeah. cool. All right. Um, what about you, Ed? And I, I think under that same vein, um, where they they showed that you can't ignore uh, grappling, you got to say someone like Anderson Silva, who showed you can't. You can't sleep on the elbows and the knees. No, you like can't. becoming an actual complete striker, the level of difference that can make in keeping away a grappler. Yeah. But, but so then I would say Chuck Liddell under the same belt then too, because he was the master of getting back to his feet and just and putting see, and Chuck yeah. Liddell, hands and feet on people. Chuck in Liddell a nasty gets Chuck, Chuck's way. not Chuck's not doing too well right now. No, no. no. Well, no. I mean, you know, when he, he had was a very in his fighting prime, he had not a very him as a person brawler but, yeah. style, but. <laughs> He, Mohawks the game yeah. <laughs> he actually trained um, in an older form of jujitsu that was much more that had still had the standing striking in it. Mm. So he did actually have groundwork. Right. But what he figured was, I can brawl. I'm going to use my groundwork as just to get away. Sure. My job is just to stay away and force you to Playing fight my to game. Your strengths. Yeah. Playing Stand to your up strengths. and have a dog He's fight. He's also like an Ed Parker's Kempo guy, and you never see that anymore. I mean, hell. Yeah. It, it, I mean, his foundation was like Kempo Karate. I mean, yeah. he, that's like the last of like the golden age. Of like, I think I think George St. Pierre's uh, George St. Pierre's foundation style was Kyokushin Karate. Interesting. So there's a lot of guys that came from like traditional backgrounds. Sure. I mean, obviously, Ronda, Judo. Yeah. I mean. But I, I think it builds a, a specific style of, of skill. or, or it, it builds your skill sets. So you're trainable. You're teachable. Like, you have your dedication. You're, you're, you know, you're in there learning. So it's like, okay, now you can learn other things yeah. and grow your game. And I think that's where either people succeed or they fail in, in mixed martial arts. Because, like, look at Ben Askren, right? Yeah. You can't yep. take away from the guy's legitimacy for wrestling. Yeah, if he gets his hands on you, you're going to have right. a problem. But yeah. the problem is you still got to get your hands on some people. Yeah. And when you're fighting at that level, these guys are proficient in striking, you know, and yeah. you can't always close the distance yeah. with one kind of an attack. Yeah, you yeah. can't you can't get away with having just a single game anymore. No. At any point in time, if you only have one, the other person – that's it. They know it. And you're going to hit a training camp. And you're going to train just to get to your spot. And then that's it. And then you're going to have a bad time. Yeah, you could definitely tell that Ben didn't really pay attention to striking classes. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, he was that kid in the back of the room like, I'll just wrestle him. I'll just wrestle the shit <laughs> yeah. out of him. But, I, I mean, it's, it. it's, it's hard to disagree with that aspect of how he did it. 
because yeah. it worked for so long sure. and he got away with like, it for like so you, long. You look at Khabib. I mean, Khabib is, I mean, maybe one of the best examples of wrestling applied in MMA in recent years that yep. we can think of. He can still strike. Mm-hmm. He yeah. dropped Conor McGregor. I mean, he can still he can still punch his way in. Yeah, Ben couldn't do that. They, they knew he had pillow hands, and that's why you know. Yeah, yeah. When he took that, when he took that, when he took that boxing match. I just went, ah, shit. Yeah, I think. And how uh, can you win? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. I, I, I don't know how much he suffered from that um, knee? that knee when he shot in, but I, I think that was probably when he should have. That was his wake up call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That should have been his. Uh, that, that should, yeah, yeah, that yeah. should have been either I'm done I think I'll get off or I need to 100% focus sure. on on my stand-up. But the payday. You yeah. can't ignore the payday. No, too, you can't. Right? Because he figured, yeah. eh, I got one he more. He should have moved to Thailand and just like <laughs> gotten a Muay Thai camp and was like, all right. Some, some people can't. Some people, they get good in one and they don't want to go back to zero. And yeah. be at the bottom of the pecking order sure. and have to work their way I up. Because it's uncomfortable. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. That. You see that in jujitsu all the time. People are like, ah, I got a black belt and blah, 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 blah. And then they have to come to the mat. And it's like, well, it's a different game here. You're not going to have to do that. Right. And then they realize they're at the bottom. Of the black belt level now. And, and, right. and now it's like they, they, they don't really, either they can put the ego away or they disappear, and more often than not, they disappear. Sure, sure. I, I, all right, so let's bring let's bring it back to uh, cinematic movies here. You know, um, comedy, uh, martial arts films. Okay, so um, Ian, I'll let I'll let you start with this one. If you had to pick a martial art comedy, for me it's easy. For me, it's going to be. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Without a doubt. <laughs> Kurt Russell. Um, uh, I can't think. Of, oh my god. I, I'm a. I can't think of the guy's name, but he literally played like Poe's dad in in Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. He was yeah. The, he was <laughs> like he plays Lo Pan. Yes. Yes. He, he's in everything. I'm trying to think of what. The, I can't. Think of I don't. I don't guy's know guy's his name, name either. But, but yes, I can been, picture his Mr. face. Mi- Mr. Miyagi. Not Mr. Miyagi. Um, no, definitely not Mr. No, Miyagi. not Mr. Wax Miyagi. Wax There's another guy that plays like a wizard in the movie, the good wizard, <laughs> that owns a, owns a restaurant. I'm trying to like, he's in a lot of shit. He's the grandpa in Three Ninjas. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. The grandpa in Three Ninjas is in it. Like, it's got, it's fucking so good. And it I was. think it's John Carpenter. Yeah, and it, a it? unique movie, too, Oh, right? my God, yeah. Yes. Jack Burton is played by Kurt Russell. Yes. Just like <laughs> the truck driver. truck driver with a gun. Like yeah. just the most ignorant white, like uh. dude, just driving a truck into Chinatown. Like just, like, on just women on his mind and yeah. money. And like he just goes into this realm in San Francisco, Chinatown of magic and demons. Yeah. And it's just like the whole movie is like a giant what the fuck. Yeah, like, on, on paper it should have failed. But the cast pulled that classic. shit together and yeah. it was great. His jeans tucked into his fucking work boots yeah. that ruined that whole goddamn movie. But you have to see it. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> definitely a cult classic. Definitely worth the watch, especially if you're into martial arts or comedy or just weird fucking movies. It, it fits the bill and it's just, yeah. it's great. Just due to my childhood and how many hundreds of times I've seen that, yeah. that's my pick for martial arts comedy, without a doubt. All right, for me, I'm going to pick uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. You know, oh, um, yeah. At the time, Chris Farley's Rest like, in peace, Chris. yeah, Legend. yeah, his his uh, his body comedy. Yes. I, I don't know what you re- his really, physical his comedy. physical comedy yeah. was off the charts. I think, and and he was just so funny. Like he brought it to like a traditional style. He's like, oh, I, I want to be the best, and he was just <laughs> the worst at everything he tried. But 
it was almost like Naked Gun. He was so bad or that, that he was good, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. For me, it was Beverly Hills Ninja. A lot of a lot of funny scenes in that movie. That I enjoyed one, it. That is a good one. Chris Rock was in it too, right? He played the, the oh, bellhop. Shit. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, and then he becomes his, like, apprentice, I believe, in, like, Beverly Hills it's, Ninja it's, 2. It's <laughs> been it's been so long since I've seen that movie. Yeah. yeah but, I need uh, to that one. Now, when I think martial arts and comedy, it, it always falls on Jackie Chan. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I don't want to pick uh, Legend of Junkin' Master again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> He's got a couple. He's got Shanghai. <laughs> but. Nights. Yeah, he does. Yes. Shanghai Noon, Rush yeah. Hours. Like. Yeah, I, I think I'll. I think I'll go with the the first one that at least I believe came to America, which was Rush. Uh, not let's say Rush. Um, Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. Because yeah. they then they went backwards to other movies that he did and started bring them bringing them so in. Good. But mm-hmm. he was the first time you had that very physical comedy, but blended it in with the martial arts yeah. the way he yeah. was doing it. And I don't think anyone. I don't think there's anyone that does it. Quite like he does. does. There's never been anyone. There's other martial arts movies, but no one has that the way he manipulates the room into the whole scene. Yeah, the way that he is actually in Enter the Dragon. Yes, he's a stuntman that gets killed by Bruce Lee in the one. Yeah, he's Bruce Bruce Lee breaks his neck in the one. Yeah, he's been imagine like you're Jackie Chan and you're like, all right, you're out of here. Yeah, no, no, he's a guy in a white key. He comes in, throws a punch. Yeah. Bruce blocks it, grabs him behind his hair, and snaps his fucking neck. That's and I was awesome. like, oh, shit. Like, I was like, there goes Jackie. <laughs> That's fucking great. I know he kicked the shit out of people with a refrigerator in I Rumble mean, in the Bronx, right? I mean, you and forget. He, and he hit people with a fl- <laughs> the ladder. He flipped yeah. that ladder around with yeah. smacking people in the mouth. You forget how, how long Jackie Chan has been around, but even the same thing with uh, Chuck Norris. Mm-hmm. He was all the way back in the Bruce Lee movies as well. I believe yeah. Chuck uh, Norris is Chuck Norris goes in the legends legends category. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. There's so much myth- mythology around him. And he was a legitimate again martial artist, accomplished fighter. Yeah. I believe it was Way of the Dragon, right? Yeah, the fight the fight scene with Bruce and him. Yes. Yep. In the Coliseum, that's Way Ooh. of the Dragon. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck the cat was for. But <laughs> it was still fucking great. It didn't matter. Like oh, man. they could do no wrong. I think they had symbolized like a cat playing with something. Okay, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like that Bruce Lee was kind of just... Uh, it's okay. been, it's been so him. long since I've seen it, but it's still, yeah, it's one of those When he rips out scenes. Chuck's chest hair and blows it, <laughs> you know it's, it's over. Oh, man, it's it was over. so good. You can't yeah. have a man rip... You can't rip your chest hair out. That's dead. <laughs> that, that man has to die that day. Yeah. He has to die that no, day. No, for sure. There's yeah. no forgiving There's the no, chest hair. There ain't no, there no hugging afterwards. <laughs> I'm Deontay Wilder in this one. That's right. I don't yeah, respect yeah, you. For, I don't respect for you. For all the Chuck Norris jokes and memes, I don't think anyone points out the redhead. Yeah. Like, nobody even bothers, like... No, they don't. ...saying anything about, like... You don't want to risk you can tell. him. You can tell he's a definite redhead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in that movie, he's full glory. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. Just, there's no doubt about it. Ain't blonde at all. That you know what it was? Red. Is because for so long, he was Texas Ranger. So he had yes. that 10-gallon hat. Can't really see, it, and it never comes off. He's got the big ass belt yeah. buckle. Everybody's like, "Brown, it's definitely brown." That's right. Yeah, he's taking off them spurs like ninja stars. Didn't he fight? He, t- he fought Macho Man Randy Savage in Texas Ranger. He did. Did that, he? Was an episode. So good. Oh man, I have not seen that. I have to go back and watch I've it. Seen, and I've seen quite a bit of. I've that seen show. so many of them. I'm I'm surprised. I don't remember that. Yeah, he definitely. Did. Let me see that. I know he know he fought Randy Savage. In one of those <laughs> Watch, I'm gonna get like corrected here. Was he in any other major movies though, Chuck Norris? As far as he fighting some, in martial arts, he had some good ones like the Octagon. It was like a ninja movie that he okay. was in. He was also in um what the 
What's, like, what's the one? What's the one where he he's like uh, it's in Vietnam? He's I'm, oh my god, missing in action. Okay, yeah, he yeah, had missing in he action. had a steady series uh, of of good uh, movies of, that of he was movies because okay. he, he even portrayed military and things like that as well. Just like back in the eighties and nineties, like what Arnold did and everybody else, right. he was he was along that same action uh, hero vein of action hero yeah. kind of deal. So yeah. he didn't always stick into the the martial arts. Uh, movies, he started moving into more, you know, American style. Yeah, because for me, it was, it was. Yeah, it was Walker Texas Ranger. Walker Texas Ranger. Oh yeah, yeah, that was his biggest role. Like, you know, yeah. and uh, if he wasn't I enjoyed it. Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it was a household name, but that put him in everybody's living room. Yeah, they're redoing. Oh, what they? Yeah, they're redoing the Walker Texas Ranger oh, with the guy me. from Supernatural. I haven't yeah. watched a single episode. I fucking refuse. I, <laughs> without, without Chuck Norris, you can't. I, well, do it. I, yeah, I think yeah, I, that's, I that's had seen. Yeah, I had he, seen uh, the first episode. I didn't get a chance to go back and watch more. Um, I, I, I mean, they started off with a sad, spoilers. They started off with murdering his wife and like depression and shit like that. I'm like, great way to get yeah, everyone. This, yeah. this is not. This is not fun, guys. This is. <laughs> Yeah, this is not great this way is to get us hooked. We yes. like not, yeah, yeah. You dead, have to be suckered into that shit. Right dead away. wife, not enough roundhouse kicks. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you should really start the first episode, first scene, roundhouse kick. Yeah, I'm in. It's like if you want him to get with his partner, you don't got to start with killing off the wife. Just don't fucking have her as a character. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> nope, nope. She has to die horribly <laughs> and haunt his dreams for the remainder of the season. All right, now I, I'm gonna have to look this up here. Because one of the main guys, like when we were younger and we started watching martial arts films, it was The 36 Chambers, and his name was Gordon Liu. And I had to look it up because I'm like, I can't believe he's not a household name. Mm-hmm. But he was the main character in all those He was in Way, he was in Way of the Dragon, too. He, yeah. play, he played an asshole. Yeah. An asshole, yeah. like underling, mid-boss. <laughs> like... He's good at it. Yeah, and those those movies, you know, they influence like the Wu Tang Clan, a lot of hip hop movie, yeah. uh, hip hop uh, music uh, as a whole. But those films or were great, mm-hmm. and like there was no CGI. The fight scenes, the choreographing of the fight scenes in there were also really they had, really good. They had a handful of tricks, either speeding up or slowing down the camera. Yep. Or their little tricks with like uh, a harness and a rope to make people move mm-hmm. ever so slightly more than you could in real life. Sure, but not so much where you're like, mm, maybe he can because he's a master. Yeah, yeah. but there was always a, a an underlying undertone in a lot of the martial arts movies of someone always trying to come and take over. Yeah, and your martial arts. Was what you used to defend your people, defend your town, defend your school. Yep. And it was about oppression. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of oppression that they were fighting off, whether it was the Japanese and the Chinese or the Westerners. And, and there the was Chinese. always there was always rules that everybody followed, win or lose. So right. it wasn't even like like you won and then the person didn't follow through. It was like, right. no, you won. That's it. He leaves town and everybody follows. Yes. These are the rules. There was a, there was a respect. Like we're gonna fight. We're going to fuck each other up, and potentially one of us is going to die. But, hey, these are the rules that are set in place. Man on man, mano y mano, sometimes woman on woman. (laughs) (laughs) Not man on man. Man against man. I got it. 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 (laughs) But, yeah, but that's how it was. 
yeah, my wushu is better than your wushu. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what about you, Ian? What you got there? Oh, look, you look, you're looking down at your list like you got yeah, something yeah, else. To bro, I know, I know I was, you wanted to shit on somebody. There's, there's nah, somebody you there's, were holding. There's, there's one person I have to shit on, but there's I'm not going sh- to. You want me to shit on him now? Shit on him now. Let's do it. Now? Let's okay. do it right now. All right, I'm going to shit on you, Frank Dukes. All right? <laughs> Frank Dukes, the person the that John claude Van Damme <laughs> portrays in Bloodsport. Okay? <laughs> at the end of the movie, they play this whole fucking thing. Like, right, I, right. Fastest KO and all this nonsense. Frank Dukes was a dude that pitched a script to this. Hollywood studio, and they decided to do the movie. It never happened. He never fought an underground fucking Kumite. <laughs> when they, the Black Dragon Clan. But there is, someone in Hollywood lied? Uh, <laughs> the Black Dragon Clan, a literal group of right, people right. in China, came out and said, we have no fucking record of this guy. We don't know who the hell Frank is. <laughs> then he changed his story. He said it happened in the Bahamas. Uh, okay. so yo, that's, now that's now that's we're not even in Hong Kong. Yo, yeah, that's yeah. some shit. When the shady underground fight scene was like, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah. How dare you say you won our tournament that clearly doesn't exist? We don't know this man. No. In that tournament, that clearly it doesn't exist. Yes. Because that would be illegal, but we don't know this man. Frank Deuce is full of shit. And, and, and he's still alive. Frank Deuce is still alive. So fuck you, Frank. This is another one. This so is, wait, are you challenging Frank Deuce? I'm also challenging Frank Deuce. Hold on, Jesus I'll get to that. Christ. I'll get to that. This motherfucker, this guy sued Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh-huh, yeah. He sued Jean-Claude Van Damme saying that he was entitled to more royalties from Bloodsport and he should have had a bigger role. He lost, Makes of sense. course. Makes yeah. sense. He's made up stories saying he has worked with the CIA. He used to be like a fucking, you know. Like a hitman. Yeah, he like said, a he martial said, arts hitman. He said he was a SEAL team trainer. No. No, like the SEALs have their own trainers. Like you don't, we don't need you, Frank. This fucking, he wears sunglasses during interviews. That's right there. Shady as fuck. No, he should be beaten. You can't trust people that wear sunglasses indoors. Only Bono from U2 gets away with that. Two people. Two types of people wear sunglasses indoors. Blind people and assholes. That's it. That's fucking it. Okay? And that rules it out. I'm pretty sure he can see. If he won the Kumite, he can fucking see. And Bono clearly falls under those rules. Sorry to... Basically... (laughs) Sorry to push your bubble. Look this guy up. Look this guy up. He's a pathological liar. He's literally... A high priest of bullshito. So, <laughs> yes, this is another one. Ian Banks of Florida. I'm challenging you, Frank Dukes, to a fight. And I, when I looked That's at this two guy. two and one. That's two and one. I'll fight Steve's <laughs> going Frank Dukes in the same fucking night. Listen, this guy. No. I looked up a picture of Frank Dukes. You can right. actually find one, okay? Oh, my this God. This dude, at, the, at his heyday, in his prime, when he won the Kumite, had a fucking bright blonde bowl cut and a porn stash from the 70s. Oh, yeah. I would beat the shit out of Frank Dukes. <laughs> I am sorry. No. No. It, we're doing it. We're doing it. The challenge is out. Eddie, do you have anybody you want to call out to since we're, we're, we're calling people out? I mean... I, I challenged the guy from Blue's Clues. <laughs> Steve? Steve. You want to fight Steve? How dare you leave with such a short notice and yeah. then come back yeah, like, you it's ruined, okay. You ruined my yeah. childhood. Yeah. It hurts, Steve. It still hurts. <laughs> the wound is still fresh. <laughs> Blue died because you weren't feeding him, Steve. <laughs> he had special formula he needed. Oh, man. Uh, Jesus, God. Okay, so... You You're go. fighting Steve. I'm fighting Seagal and Frank Dukes. Nice. Nelson? I, I'm, Nelson? The, I'm the manager. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody. There's nobody you want to call nah, out. Nah, nah, nah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm okay. a man of peace. Okay. All right, shit. I'm okay. all that's, zen that's fine. and that's shit. Fine. That's fine. You're allowed to do this path. All right, all right. Suggestion that doesn't involve violence. 
Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all Nelson. All right, so if you guys had to pick one movie that would be your your favorite martial arts movie that you would pass on to somebody that's never seen a martial arts movie, mm. right? And you want to be like, this is where I would start. This is the movie that I think would lead you into going down a rabbit hole of finding other martial arts movies. Uh, what movie uh, would you go with, Ian? That's hard to pick, especially with the way times are changing. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm still going to go with the classic. I'm going to go with Enter the Dragon. The yeah. reason I'm going with Enter the Dragon is it's got everything. It's yeah. got the larger-than-life hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, is in, And I'm going to go with Bruce Lee's performance because he was the first time like an Asian man took that much of a lead yeah. in a Hollywood-produced movie. It's got the island. It's got the... Dickhead bad guy with a blade yeah, hand, yeah. claw hand. It's got a tournament. It's got these ridiculous characters, a guy, black dude with an afro just yeah. kicking the shit out of people. It, it's, it's a fantastic movie. It, it, is, just, it, it is almost a uh, a real-life anime. Yes. Yeah. It, it's the tournament arc yeah. portion of an anime. It set the tone for <laughs> almost every martial arts film yeah. afterwards. I, I would say so. so. And that would be, like, probably in our childhood, like, Bruce Lee movies were the ones that brought us into all the other movies, right? I like, mean, the whole no. the whole getting hit with the claw hand and then just yeah. being like, yeah. <laughs> all right, okay. Taste that, in the blood. Oh, that's, man, that's like, a, dude, come on. That's come a fantastic on. pick. That's a fantastic <laughs> pick. On, Eddie, man. what about you? Does, uh, does Three Ninjas does not count. <laughs> if you fucking say Three Ninjas, you could go outside. Does, does John Wick count as a martial arts movie? There's martial arts in it, but it, man, it's a lot of shooting, motherfucker. Nelson, yeah. for bonus points, name the Three Ninjas. Oh, yeah. Um, Todd, Barry, and Chuck. <laughs> Next question, please. <laughs> I don't remember their it's fucking names. Rocky, Cold, and Tom Tom. Oh, oh my shit. God. Oh, you know what? I, w- I won't lie. After that movie... Me and my brother were going to flea markets looking for those masks. <laughs> Actually, one, one of the one of the worst ass beatings I ever took as a child was after I watched that movie because you wanted to fight. I took my plastic sword and went over to my grandfather's yard <laughs> and broke every one of his white fences in his yard. Oh, every one. Man, of them. He had yeah, little little fuck. fences that were all around his plants, and I, me and my brother, whenever oh yeah, I broke them all. <laughs> I got some three ninjas when I got yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's an ass whooping that's well deserved. Me yes. and my brother got a couple of those from watching Bruce Lee movies where we're fighting each other in the living room and in comes my mom and she she you know what she is a martial artist who has never trained a day in her life but with the art of the just like whatever's in her hand chancleta spatula phone you remember those old school phones like they were like bricks she would walk in the room and like not even skip a beat on the conversation like yeah hold on a second Martha bing bing just (laughs) I'm down he's down so like I was saying (laughs) with the phone oh yeah put you down with the phone ninja Styles. You, know, you know what movie has a scene that I always uh, enjoyed? It's uh, Jet Li Unleashed. Ooh. That hallway bathroom scene. Yes. I think, I think yeah. that's a movie worth passing down. Just just that that scene is so ridiculous. It's so close. And it's just like right here with the fucking elbow. Yeah, and that's it's a so, fucking sick it's scene. It's so claustrophobic. And yeah. they're managing to get so much actually done. And that tight little space. Okay, all right, yeah. that's a fantastic one. Can't I'm, argue with that. That's raw. I'm gonna go with uh, more of a classical crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Mm. I loved, loved, loved that movie. I thought it was cinematically just beautiful to watch. That's the from, first use of like the wires that I can think of. Yeah, yeah. Everybody started copying for, it after yeah, that movie for like a for a for a Western audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I that's I, a good key thing because a lot of these. 
for Western audiences were first. Yeah, yeah, so. and they were they were being done forever everywhere else. It was it was the like first time it was those types of things were being brought yeah. here to a completely different. But not, and not only that, like it wasn't only male lead fighters. Yes, the women yeah. that were fighting in that movie were incredible. Wasn't the name of the sword was what Green Destiny? Yeah, uh, the Sword of Destiny. Okay. All yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. It was the Sword of Destiny. Got to take your word for it. Um, <laughs> I, I I believe so anyway. You know, yeah. I, you know, I'll check later. But I will say this. I'll yeah, yeah. I would definitely check that. Out. <laughs> yeah, check that shit out. <laughs> uh, you know, when you when you the whole story arc was fantastic. The fight scenes were unreal. Like I, I just, I felt like I didn't mind subtitles either. Yeah. That's how I knew I liked the movie <laughs> because I fucking hate subtitles. <laughs> but you need to be enveloped in the whole movie itself. That's yeah. the only way to do it. it so I would go with Destiny. It, it is the Green Destiny. So like I said, good job, the, the Green Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's so hurt when his brother was here that he now oh, I, has yeah. to pick up the phone he and check in the role, the, the mantle, <laughs> the mantle. Fact, fact checking dickhead. Con- Congratulations, you know, to this day, Shay. You, you have permanently hurt him. Yes. <laughs> to this day, he still fact checks. Yes. On the, Instagram, the ones, and I love it. Yes. I enjoy it. I'll be like, you know, by the way, that's an Omega level mutant. Oh uh, yeah, Shay and his ice, ice man fetish. Ice man. <laughs> Shay's in a bathtub full of ice cubes yeah, right yeah. now. Oh, he's uh, mega level. Yeah, yeah. He'll be like, on on episode three, uh, 15 minutes in, um, Eddie made uh, a, a statement, and it's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> it's, wrong. it's wrong. So you guys should uh, retract so that yeah, statement. Do the whole episode over. <laughs> Well, no, no, Shay. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Uh, we love it. We love you, Shay. If you do go by how they say Iceman's powers work, it's uh, it's absolutely absurd. He, he he could essentially destroy the planet if he wanted to. Yeah, because water isn't like in everything. So yeah, the atmosphere. But it's yeah. that's not true because the squirrel in Ice Age would fucking survive <laughs> somehow. <laughs> somehow no, it's it's, it. it's the way that they use physics to explain okay. how his powers would create the ice. It it's. But he's it's essentially absurd. like Iron Man, right? I mean, what would he do in the desert? Well, it, it doesn't matter. He pulls the moisture out of the air. Fuck him. He's going to have to do a lot of pulling. Yeah. All I'm saying is one punch in the face, pulling. Iceman's going down. A lot of pulling. He's like, he's like, I'm going for the moisture. <laughs> I want to do some shout out to some legendary martial arts figures. All right, so, go for man, it. Go for it. That. Um, I, I want to do an honorable mention. Mas Oyama. A lot mm. of people don't know him. I don't. Um, he is the founder of Kyokushin Karate okay. in Japan. Really large, powerful dude. Nice. Um, he is who they modeled the character Ryu in Street Fighter over. Ah, oh, nice. all right. He's nice. the archetype for it. And he actually has like, you know how there's a lot of embellishment in martial sure, arts. Sure. Yeah. But there actually is documentation of him knocking a bull unconscious. And <laughs> where they punch. Holy shit. Where they punch. He's knocked the bull unconscious. And this is a lifelong martial artist. He yeah, founded, yeah. He founded the actual it's the it, Kyokushin karate for people who don't know. That's the actual sparring karate where they stand there bare knuckle and hit each other in the body. Any kind of punches to the body are legal. Only kicks to the head are legal. Yeah. So you can't punch someone in the face, but you can spinning axe kick them in the face. <laughs> makes sense. Of course. Makes I mean, sense. Yeah. Makes sense. It's, makes sense. But yeah, yeah he's, he, so he not only knocked a bull unconscious, he snapped the bull's horn off. 
with his hands. Fuck. Jesus. So anyone that's that, a wild man. Go ahead and fact check. Look up okay. Masoyama. This is a real dude. So Horrifying we, human being. So we got uh, Dagestani's wrestling bears. <laughs> Japanese karate. Japanese karate. Japanese karate at the source. Fuck. I also want to do a shout out to Dr. Jigoro Kanyo, who is the founder of judo. Love the name, by and the without, way. Without, yeah, that's a, that's yes. a fantastic that's a name. name. With, well, I, I was giving him respect because he is a doctor. So that, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, no, that sounds like a comic book yeah. character. No, he, yeah, he, fa- I mean. he founded judo. Without judo, we have to, as us being jiu-jitsu practitioners, mm-hmm. without judo, there would be no jiu-jitsu. Correct, right. jiu-jitsu stemmed from it. Nice. Um, and he was actually, he was a big uh, component for education. Okay. Actually getting people out there and actually trying to teach people. He actually did a presentation for President Ulysses S. Grant. Oh shit! So this is like mm. right post Civil War. Yeah. So he he was out there doing stuff, and he was a big you know he's a big advocate for martial arts. I think he goes uh, unrecognized a lot because of how much he contributed to martial arts as a whole. Sure. And my final shout out just wants to be to Helio Gracie. Yep. You can yeah. shout out to a shit ton of the Gracie families, yeah. as I said earlier, them influencing. Yeah. But Helio, like Carlos, was bigger and stronger. Mm-hmm. So when Count Coma showed him stuff, he would just do traditional Japanese jujitsu. He's sure. like, this this hold works for me. Yeah. This throw works for me. Helio being a smaller, sickly guy, he had to modify it. He had to learn actual leverage. And Helio was the guy who modified and twisted things for someone to use their whole body against one part of a human's body. Helio is who you could directly credit for creating Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Out of necessity. That is awesome. And Helio actually had a fight with um, Masahiko Kimura, who was the... My godfather. I was going to say, the man that created the familiar name. Yes. I've heard that one before. The man that created the Kimura line, Masahiko Kimura. He was a judo master in Japan. He actually challenged Helio to a fight that ended, I believe, in a stalemate. Helio was losing. They did say Helio was losing. Yeah. But Helio earned the respect of the entire Japanese community by actually going to Japan to do this fight yeah. with Masahiko Kimura and proving Brazilian jiu-jitsu's that's a different Power. set of cojones when you go into oh, he was outweighed by 50, enemy yeah. territory and nobody wants yeah. you to win. He right? was, oh, he was outweighed by 50 pounds in a gi against a 10th Dan black belt judo master. <sighs> mm-hmm. And if you see a picture of Masahiko Kimura, it, nah. That's pretty sweet. You, you can have all that. Talk, all right. talk yeah, look at, I'll, I'll fight Steven Seagal and Frank dudes. <laughs> I ain't touching Masahiko Kimura. Yeah. I ain't going anywhere near pop, him. Pop onto YouTube and look at some judo highlights if you're curious about uh, what it looks like. Yeah. But uh, some of them, some of them throws and them falls yeah. are not. Yeah. They're not. I mean, like, yeah. Oh, if you, if you want to fucking know who the guy in the room in the jujitsu room who did judo was, look at the guy in the corner with the cauliflower ears, broken fingers, and the dude that's <laughs> fucking just drooling standing like this. He's like, just <laughs> looking across the mat. He's like, oh, fucking Edward Scissorhands in the corner. <laughs> can we can we start standing? No, no, we fucking can't. I'm on my knees. No, we cannot start standing. <laughs> All right, and and. <laughs> <laughs> don't and touch me don't yeah, fucking we touch did me. a a seminar at excel and andy was there with me and he was my training partner for the day and it was like a two-hour judo seminar you did not throw andy oh yeah we did we oh threw each God. other all over the place it, it, and um because they taught us with the technique how easy and graceful it was it was a lot of sweeps we were doing that day yeah. a lot of hip tosses uh, nothing really over the shoulder. Andy's like 700 pounds, you know, and that's just his head. Um, shout out to Andy. Um, <laughs> by the end of the two-hour seminar, and like, you know, we, we're we're going in. We were looking at each other like, does your body hurt? I'm like, everything in my no. fucking body hurts. Yeah, judo, judo is It was a, no joke. It was a great class. Yeah. It really was. It's, it's rough, though. If you look it's at it, it's rough on the body your because grips, it's like, boom, I mean, down, boom. Down. If you, you look know, at the way judo is taught um, 
in Japan, it's much like uh, sumo. It's they start as children, mm-hmm. and it's actually part of their school curriculum, like the way we have sports here. Sure. So the people that make it to the Olympics, they've been doing it since like four or five years old, every day. So they've 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 beaten their body memory. into yeah. being accustomed to that. So it's it, it, it's not a surprise that when you're like, man, this hurts after like two hours. Yeah, because the people that really are deep into it were doing it since they were children. Sure. Same thing with wrestling. You know, you yeah. look at like Dagestan. They've been doing it since they were children. Yeah. So like, why doesn't the the U.S. adapt this into their school curriculums? I think it's a fantastic because we do football. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I would think like <laughs> some of the wrestlers are good, and, and it shows up. Like you yeah. get a guy like a like a Dake. Or um, uh, Jordan Burroughs, you get these guys that are like ridiculous level, and they yeah. actually apply it later on. Yeah, that, um, I, th- I think some of it's we have a, a wider choice uh, in sports, and we have a wider choice of personal freedom. Right. You, you, you know, you're looking at Japan; they have a handful of of their traditional sports, and they have a very traditional way they even approach society. Sure. So, so when that happens, you, you get a lot of people that that just kind of they follow the flow of the way things are. That's that's part of the way they they respect their elders. So they, they respect tradition, and part of tradition was the people that went into these sports. You started as a child. They don't. They're not in there doing, you know. I, I mean, they have baseball, but they don't have baseball and basketball and football and wrestling. And, right, right. I mean, you look at uh, the list of clubs you have in an American school. Uh, you got like a dozen sports. You got so many but sports. Let me tell that you, it's there's like, a, the bunch of them that can get the fuck out of there too, right? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That they can there's replace always that one with better. There's always that yeah, one cheerleader. Get the fuck out of here. Like, what the fuck's she doing there? Come Except, on. you know what? I say bring dodgeball back. <laughs> you know, they, they took it out of schools because you know, kids are soft, you know, and yeah. they're like, oh, you know, everybody should win, you know? When, it shouldn't be just. Dodgeball was like. If dodgeball separated and gym, and gym the yeah. weak, if dodgeball. The strong. I, I <laughs> bet. If, I was a great at dodgeball, too. Yeah. I loved it. I, I loved it. I bet if dodgeball becomes a sport, it'll be back in schools because we all know the dangers of. Of basketball and baseball and sure. football, and it's completely accepted that there's certain damage you're going to have to your body. I was if the, dodgeball yeah. becomes a sport where at the end of the day you can make a legitimate living off of, they'll allow it back in schools. But, I'll watch it. But, I would. I'll but watch just it. like a, like I was saying with these uh, Japan and 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 the way people kind of as a children go into these sports, we're, we're starting to get that with with football now. Mm-hmm. Where football is kind of the big sport in America, and there's many places where you know they start at pee wee. They right. start at four or five years old, and those are the that's that's starting to become something that we're doing here as well. Where at at a very young age, going into these sports and the ideas, hopefully mm-hmm. they grow up into the sport. I wish so. I could buy stock in CTE. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it would be lucrative. It would be. Lucrative. <laughs> All right, so I, we we did it in reverse, but I think let's end the podcast just discussing really quickly the trailers that we've seen today. All right, yeah. we, All can, right. we can touch on them. We can touch we, on them. We, I say we touch on this real quick, Eddie. No, don't do it. No, don't I do just, it. I was just checking. <laughs> I said touch no, on it. He got no, excited. He was like, touch on what? What are we touching? We're touching yeah, yeah. No, no, that's why I said over here. Um, There's two so- of them. There's two trailers. <laughs> or should we do three trailers? We- there was a bunch of trailers that dropped okay. this, this this recent week. So let's start with the Batman trailer. We'll pick yep. one each. Uh, the and we'll Batman just touch trailer. on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you don't touch on it. 
<laughs> so the the Batman trailer, uh, I will be the first to say that I was skeptical for the casting from the Twilight Kid. Yep. And Europe. I didn't think it was going to be a good fit. I didn't like the fact that he wasn't trying to work out and get in shape for the role and Cedric all that Diggory. stuff. Yeah, yeah, Diggory do. And um, I seen the trailer today, and I have to say, I'll take it all back. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. It looks great. Um, looks dark. Looks dark. I like the casting. Looks really dark. Yep. I think that they could really nail it and bring a legitimate Batman uh, back into the franchise. I like what they're doing. I like uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a couple of surprises She's for who they're bringing show. in as the the Joker. And the Riddler, yep. it looks like, is going to be one of the other main villains in there. And uh, I'm actually excited to see what they're going to do with the Batman as a yeah. franchise with uh, him. Yeah, I, I, I know he worked pretty hard to get away from uh, sparkly vampire Twilight uh, world. Yeah. He went and did, yeah. did a yeah. bunch of movies um, outside of what Hollywood really wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. Just to be like, look, I can do... Other shit, and and actually, I believe it was a bunch of those other movie roles, mm-hmm. um, which they weren't. They ended up not being like big theatrical releases. They were right. more indie movies. But it was the what he did in those roles where they were like, I, th- they were like, we think he can play Batman in the way that we're looking to for this movie. And, and what if I- what if Batman starts sparkling? <laughs> I'm out. I give up on DC what as if, a whole. What if two hours into the movie, mid mid fight with the Riddler, he just starts to sparkle, and then he bites oh, the Riddler's neck? Yeah, yeah. Or like, or the Riddler sends him like a glitter bomb. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, gotcha, bitch. I You're sparkling it. again. I, you know, I, I, I would, I would love if they hit him with a fucking glitter bomb and just have him sparkle for a couple seconds in the movie. That would be fantastic. I'll stand up and applaud. No, yeah. but, then, but then you got to do like the obligatory, like stare at the camera, like I don't know, I did. This show, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? like the office, you know, like he's. Yeah. Just, I, don't, I, don't I know. tried DC. I'm out. <laughs> there was another DC. There was another DC. Tra- yeah, there's yeah. actually three DC. There's trailers. multiple. But there yeah. was a, the other DC trailer we want to touch on is the Black Adam. Yes. yes, the Black Adam trailer with the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Black Adam. It looks like they're building it up, and they yeah. got they got um, Pierce Brosnan, mm-hmm. former Bond, Goldeneye, yep. coming in as Doctor Fate. Ooh, they have a lot of people on board, and the the. The CG and the stuff behind the scenes looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like they're really going in. DC is trying to make a run and compete with Marvel. Yep. And Marvel's doing great with the Shang-Chi and the Eternals oh, yeah. coming down the pipe. I mean, Marvel's just firing out oh, great, yeah. great A after great A. Yeah, you, DC's Spider-Man. at least trying. Yeah. DC's not going down without a fight. After after Justice League, the Snyder cut, mm-hmm. they kind of resurged. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. all right, we're not, the, we're not getting Even the Suicide Squad was great. Yeah, the, oh, only, the, yes. only, the only thing yes. is DC keeps saying that they're not, uh, that essentially the Snyder cut is not canon. They're not going to continue with that. Well, right. they can um, fuck off. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> everyone's like, no, give us, give us that world. Yeah. yeah. Continue yeah. with that world. Yeah, because that turned a pile of shit movie into something I literally watched for four hours and wanted more. Yeah, like, I, I especially re- at the end, right? Like the future where the yes. Joker's working with Batman. I was like, oh, <laughs> bring it back. I was almost like, you know what? Okay, I forgive what they did. Let's let's see what yeah. can happen with that. But they've that. been really building up a lot around uh, the Flash movie and, and the Flashpoint. And I'm not that, that excited I, about the I, Flash I, movie after seeing his fucking outfit on I, set. I mean, I'm bro, sorry. It's his outfit bro. when he's not in the red suit. When, did, fucked when up. the fuck did we resurrect John Lennon? <laughs> <laughs> and get him to play the yeah. Flash. I, I'm yeah. I'm blown away. I he mean, was I thought, wearing a dog collar. Well, I thought when John Lennon got, I, I thought when John Lennon got reincarnated, he would want to see his kids. He might want to see how Paul McCartney's doing. 
Oh, no, so he just good. does the Flash movie. That yeah. was weird. That was weird. I don't know, man. I'm, it, I'm it is a big. It, it is a. Uh, <laughs> so was I. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" He's uh, like, "And guys, oh, here's a movie with me in it." <laughs> I'm like, "Who the fuck lets uh, you do this behind the scenes trailer?" Ezra Miller, just don't talk if you're not in the Flash yeah, costume. Jesus, it's, Ezra. It, it's a big reset button, and and <laughs> if they if they want to steer more into the Snyder cut, that's going to be their chance to do it. Right. So they could be denying and saying no and no and no, and then they drop the movie. Right. And then make everybody happy by just steering right into the yeah. fucking well, why not play into what people like, right? We're the ones paying to see the shit. Like, yeah. get off your high horse. If you have a chance at all, DC, it's the fans. Yeah, I agree. It's the only well, thing that's going to save your and fucking And as a matter of fact, they, they just posted the other day that Henry Cavill. Henry yeah. Cavill. Uh, God bless him. Henry Cavill. A.K.A. Daddy. <laughs> It, hey. Mr. Cavall is going <laughs> to uh, be recast as Superman. He agreed to it, so Good. he's coming back. Boom. Yeah. Geralt, well, he, Geralt of Rivia and Superman. How? What? How? He, he wanted he's a to. Killer. He yeah. wanted killer. to keep portraying, portraying the role, so it's yeah. not. It's not a big. He just uh, didn't want to do it with that chin, though. Way. With that chin, it's kind of hard to recast yeah, it. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? Well, he, he <laughs> Nicholas Cage. He wanted. He wanted to lean into. I, I would watch that. <laughs> He, he wanted to kind of give the Not next the movie almost a bit of a redemption for Superman and kind of uh, uh, use that use the whole next movie as to kind of redeem and fix the mistakes of the character sure. yeah. as they've done it, building okay. up into now. And that now. CG mustache. That, that, I, I know that was one of the that big things good. for him because yeah. he, he did an interview CG out there mustache. and he actually put out some story points of what he would want to do cool. in the next Superman movie. And I I completely agreed with it. Yeah. Um, but he's the type of person where he's very deep into the characters that he plays. He is, for his size, the biggest nerd on earth. Yeah. <laughs> he's the dude that yeah. builds his own computer right. and spends hours playing World uh, of okay, Warcraft. Okay. And apparently, wait, big Henry Cavill. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. What about the dude that was cast to play Deathstroke? Who has a dungeon master oh, basement? Oh yeah, yes. uh, yeah. Okay, he's in contention. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> that, he's yeah. Dude, he was. A, he's that big dude from like Magic Mike. Yeah, and he yeah. Was what's on, his name? He was a werewolf oh, and something God. else. How am I joining? Uh, was, he come come name? was it True Blood? He yes, he was a True Blood. Yeah, Look him up, somebody. What's what's going on <laughs> I, here? What's I, his I, name? Uh, I'm sorry, I can't think of anything. Bearded man. Yeah, he he he. He's married to that super hot Spanish chick. Yes, yes. He built an entire. It's not Sofia Vergara, is it? Yes, it's Sofia Vergara. Yeah. He built an entire D and dungeon to play the game, and you know he's got Sofia and he Vergara. Does, he does the Hollywood. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'll look it up. And I cast my your... penis spell. <laughs> penis, <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> penis plus three, and then he rolls. Uh, Joe Maganello. Yes, yes, he's another huge nerd. So yeah. he 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 tried to bring back the D twenty system, I believe. Or didn't he create his own system for Dungeons and Dragons? Well, Dungeons and Dragons keeps updating the rules, so they tried to simplify <laughs> it's like, it by what's a D20? by why, why do they have a system by moving <laughs> <laughs> by moving everything to just a single D20 and removing oh, all of the other uh, dice we'll, we'll from the in. We'll we'll in. Stack, stack. All right, so what's what's your trailer choice today? Fear Ooh. the Gorgon. <laughs> Oh, I got I got to go with Peacemaker. Yeah, um, yeah. John Cena looks perfect for that role. Yes. Um, yes. I was the, excited it was a show. It was hilarious. Yes, the trailer is fucking hilarious. It looks funny. And, and it looks like he's he's really taking what he did uh, in the movie and he and he's putting it on the screen again and it's I don't know how many episodes it's supposed to be a mini series. 
And the um, cast looks good, right? The supporting cast seems yeah, funny. It looks it looks solid. I mean, if the trailer um, does justice for what the show is actually going to be, I know it's already filmed because um, the, the way they had to do it, it was like they finished the movie and the director was like, if we're going to do a show, let's do it. We got to yeah. do it now because I got something else I got to do after this. So he was like, all right, fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Well, John Cena needs to stop working out because he's <laughs> absolutely enormous. He's going to explode. At his some forearms point. are as big as people's thighs. Yeah. <laughs> like the dude, the dude has done so many steroids. His fucking fingers are big. I'm yeah. like, dude, what the hell? Like, he stop. is a yeah. massive man. Yeah. yeah. I think Ian looked particularly excited when he was dancing in his underwear. Yeah. I trailer. couldn't contain myself. <laughs> I, I literally, I started to make like guttural animal noises. Uh-huh. And on that note. Uh-huh. 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 Cue the music. Edward, <laughs> ah. hit the button. <laughs> Send us out. <laughs> he couldn't stop laughing long enough to hit the fucking button. <laughs> I had to switch to the other I, bank I of options. Enjoy, yeah, I want to enjoy Matt Hilton's guitar playing for a while. Yeah, yeah, man. And thank you for that, Matt. You know, and uh, we know you like John Cena's underwear, too. He's right there with me. He's right there with me. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Sofa Kingdom podcast. And you can find us on all your social media platforms at Sofa Kingdom OFC. And you can find us on YouTube at Sofa Kingdom podcast. And if you search uh, almost every major podcast player, Sofa Kingdom podcast will pop up also. Check us out, subscribe, like, listen to us, share us, please. Little effort on your part makes a big difference on our part. Yeah, yeah. Notification bell and all that other nonsense. I'm living in my car. (laughs) Good shit, guys. Good shit.